the giant hamsters are currently loading the eggs uh, into the uh, the Gnomus ship that arrived, uh, the conditional pacifist. There is, by the way, uh, as as this is taking place, a Gnomish repair crew heads over to the Kestrel and starts patching the hull together. Oh, Wait, okay. should they be doing that? <laughs> should they be doing that? Do we want them to do that? I, I'd rather no they ship- do it than, uh, than, you know, nobody. Well, yeah, There's I mean, we holes. could do it, but also, what if they add some shit? Yes. That'd be fun! They're going to add some shit. What if they add some shit that also has fire on it? I'm, yeah, it's okay probably going to have fire, yes. You know, that, you know, honestly, this seems like a Captain Bondar problem. Yeah, it seems like a Captain problem. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you do see the captain uh, talking to the Gnomish captain, uh, Sophie Coppertop. Uh, you overhear the words uh, from the captain saying, we can at least pay you for the cost of materials. To which uh, the Gnomish captain says, oh, it's fine. We don't believe in that. All right. They don't believe in money? Are, are you saying this to her? Uh, hmm. I don't know if I'm an earshot. I, I don't know if I'm like... Yeah, if you're close enough to hear her talk, you're close enough to, to say something to her. I mean, I think she would probably lean over to the... She would probably lean over to the party first. Like, do gnomes not believe in money? Artie, you didn't mention that. You just talked about baby bowling. Yeah, they like to bowl their babies. Do they believe in money? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that would be nice and simpler. Money is kind of made up bullshit anyway. I mean, right? I like these gnomes more and more, and I don't know how to feel about that. Are they a post-capitalist society? I appreciate that, honestly. I feel like I, I accidentally helped, and then they gave me candy. Candy? What did the candy do? Did the candy oh, do anything? It was delicious. That's what it did. That's fair. I want some candy. Any other talking you want to do while the uh, while the, uh, the the eggs are getting loaded up? Well, where's Atra? Is she supervising yeah. the eggs? Is she busy? She uh, she is she's in the hatchery at the moment. Okay, uh, Cacophony is going to Atra. I think I would like to go check out the gnome ship. I want to learn more about this flying device. <laughs> you hesitate to call it a shuttlecraft. <laughs> My mind was going to abomination, and that felt like it was too far, so I was rolling it back. <laughs> Yeah, if, if, speaking of playing the tape back, you may recall that uh, previously uh, when the conditional pacifist landed, uh, one of its landing gear did not engage. So the ship is currently listed onto one side. So who wants to go first for their thing? You can go first, Alexi. All right. I mean, I'm not, I'm wandering over. There was fire coming out of it and there are big hamster wheels and I find all of this fascinating. Yes, there are. Uh, there's one hamster wheel on either side of the uh, of, of the ship. Uh, and then uh, up at the front, like there's 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 cannons kind of scattered all over the top deck. Uh, they don't appear like have about half of them are oriented uh, port and about half of them are oriented starboard, but it's kind of slipshod and haphazard. And then bolted to the front of the ship uh, is a a very uh, large, almost like it almost looks like a big water gun, but where the fire came out. But that you you can safely assume that that is where the fire came when out. When you yes. say water gun, like like a super soaker, little bit. Oh my gosh, amazing! I think I'm just gonna walk into their ship. <laughs> okay, uh, nobody stops you, and see, you see uh, you see gnomes going hither and yon, uh, either uh, getting the eggs settled in the incubators, uh, performing some patches on the ship, heading over to the Kestrel to perform the patch job over there, uh, and various other shipboard tasks. I'm just gonna poke around. Like, what's okay? What's the inside like? Do they have a kitchen? What do gnomes eat? Is it babies? 
Well, uh, towards towards the aft of the ship is a is a big bridge tower. Uh, the bridge is actually at the top of what appears to be a, a siege tower that was at one point bolted onto the deck of the ship. So that's fun. Uh, there's also a hatch that leads below decks. I go in the hatch. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you go below. Uh, it is a, a great big open area. About a third of the room has been fenced off. Uh, and this appears to be where the giant uh, space hamsters are kept. There's like little hamster bedding uh, all Aww. over the place. Very large hamster bedding. The other two thirds of the room appears to be sleeping quarters. And you say this because the room is just filled with beds. And when I say I, when I mean filled with beds, I mean that every square available inch of floor space is covered in beds. <laughs> like Like if you push a bunch of beds together? You know what? I've always dreamed of having a room that is just all mattress. It's not, it's, it's sort of, they're, they're not in rows is the thing. It's sort of like if you uh, organize beds evenly around the room and then you tipped the ship forward and all of them just kind of smoosh together in a, in a cacophonous pile. Is there anyone down here? Uh, for the most part, no. Most of the activity is above decks. I'm going to enjoy, if the beds are close enough together, I'm going to, like, get on one of them and just start rolling and enjoy the fact that I can roll across, like, ten <laughs> beds in a row before I fall off the other side. Yeah, we have little bunks. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a little treacherous, because you'll notice that the, the way that the beds are arranged, there's, like, fissures between, like, where three beds have formed a kind of triangle hole. Uh, so you got to avoid those, but uh, but overall, it's quite comfy. I like it, and it sounds like I basically found a game for myself of it's some kind of mix between the floor is lava and playing night crawlers. Alviva's <laughs> <laughs> having a great time. Okay. So is there nowhere that they eat? It's just... Uh, well, there's, there's, another there's another hatch below decks. There's a third deck to this ship. Okay, third deck. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so you, you head down one more deck. This is this is very similar uh, open plan deck uh, on off to one side. There appears to be a sort of galley set up along with uh, a bunch of tables that one could theoretically sit at and eat. But there's also just a bunch of cargo stored down here in piles. Okay, just loose piles of stuff. Just loose piles of stuff. I'd like to verify if it's true that they have a bunch of candy in their kitchen. <laughs> investigation check. And All now, right. now the 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 truth comes out. <laughs> the motivation is laid bare. Oh, uh, that's a two. Uh, try search as you might, you cannot find any candy in here. It's a lie. Either I that or they're hiding too. it somewhere else. <laughs> Did you check the high shelves where they can't reach? <laughs> I w yeah, I would assume that a high shelf for a gnome is a normal shelf for an Alviva. Dang. They hide their shit real good. Alright, I guess I'll have to I guess I'll have to ask for candy. The hard way. <laughs> Can't steal it. Gotta ask for it. Almost did a candy heist. <laughs> I'll I'll make my way back up, stopping for a while to jump on the beds again because just like okay. it's a lot of fun. As as Elviva's jumping on the beds, uh, cacophony. Uh, you follow the uh, the procession of hamsters. There's about four of these, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, you follow the procession of hamsters uh, into the hatchery, where you can see uh, Atra with Kev uh, is supervising one of the hamsters, uh, very carefully loading a clutch of eggs into its cheek pouches. Uh, so she walks up. Uh, she, she so so as to not spook Kev. Uh, she does lift her hand to say. Asra, Kev, uh, as she's approaching, so that he he knows she's coming and she doesn't just manifest behind him. <laughs> he does still like uh, if if Atra had skirts, he'd be hiding behind them. Uh, as it is, he's just kind of uh, clinging to her leg. That's okay. Uh, at least I didn't spook him so much he fled. 
and uh, walks up and uh, stands there for a moment, kind of awkwardly posing, uh, and then says, well, uh, what are you going to do once all of these are taken off planet? Go with them. Oh, okay. Uh, to be to be quite blunt, Adra, uh, I just wanted to say you're beautiful and strong, and I admire that about you. Thank you. I'm not going to mate with you. Uh, that's understandable. Was that all? No, that, that's everything. I, I, I just I, I just wanted to say that I admire you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like the superposition of this is going on, and Alviva's just jumping out of bed. <laughs> boing, boing. <laughs> Do you know, uh, well, I, I suppose that's an odd question. Uh, do you think there's anything else that we could do to help? Not at this point. I appreciate okay. the help. Of course. And uh, is this place going to be maintained or what do you think is going to happen to this location? We won't be using it for a while. It's known now. Understood. Is there a way you can we can help you make it unknown again? I suppose. That's an odd question to ask. Do you have the ability to modify memory on a mass scale? Um, not yet. <laughs> Let me know if you do. Understood. I, I assume if I talk to the the male people, they'll know how to get something to you? Do you have the sending spell? Yes, actually. Well, no, I don't. But you'll, uh, yes, in a way. Yes. Mm. I have a cell phone, so to speak. She kind of cocks her head to the side and goes, You have a cleric friend. <laughs> yes, I have a cleric friend. Who could be bribed. She can be bribed. I can draw sexy pictures of her boyfriends. I see. So yes, we'll do that. Okay. Thank you. It was it was nice to meet you, Kev. Kev kind of gives a little wave. And <laughs> uh, uh, she turns and she heads back to the others. All right. What's everybody else doing? Uh, I think Jill is probably like over the while while everybody's been busy. She's probably just sort of approached the conversation between the captains just to sort of like politely be present. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right now, the conversa- subject of conversation is, uh, uh, no, actually, I don't think it would be a good idea to install one of those fire projectors in the front of the ship. <laughs> Are you sure? Because, like, you can you saw us use it. It was really very effective. Yes, but uh, I know how gnomish technology tends to work, and I don't think we can afford to explode in the phlogiston uh, at this point. She's like, yeah, your ship is really damaged. You really should be at, uh, at, at in your in best shape possible before you install something like that. You know, just to account for the risks. The Kestrel, by the way, is back up to uh, 50 hit points on the hull. Wow. Goddess, they work fast. Yeah, to which, uh, as, as you're noticing this, the captain, uh, Sophie Coppertop is saying, uh, unfortunately, we do not have the materials to fully repair the hull, but we can't give you enough of a patch job to get to the, uh, to the nearest port. Yeah, I mean, that would do. Where is the nearest port from here anyway? The cap- uh, Captain Bondar says, you're not going to like it. Why not? It's Biancarta. No! I mean, we have to swing by there anyway, because there's no direct current from here to Tor Cosmos, if you're going to Tafos next. <laughs> we could, if we could, just not stop and go straight to Tor Cosmos. It would be bad for the ship, wouldn't it? Well, I'm fairly confident in Veli's ability to hold her together that long, but any anything that fucks with us on the way is going to have a lot of fun. Where are we even allowed back in Beyond Carta? Like, is there a port that's not Senegora? Senegora is the main spaceport. Aww, no, but it sucks. They're so bad. <sighs> 
All right, hang on. I'll, I'll give me a second. And she goes back inside the <laughs> ship. Juliana will probably like realize that the the captain Sophie is there and be like, "It's a long story." <laughs> oh, you didn't have much fun on Biancarta, huh? Uh, no. Yeah, they don't like us much there either. You set one spaceport on fire and everybody's got a problem with you all of a sudden. Yeah, there was fire, actually. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's the trick to not getting kicked out of places. No arson. <laughs> <laughs> what if, you, well, okay, but what if you didn't do the arson, but someone else did the arson and you were just there and they figured you did the arson? But you are also mm. the arsonist. Okay, in another life, Rio's different. We are the arsonists. <laughs> we are di we're different arsonists. That's a separate fire. <sighs> we didn't start that fire. We didn't even try to fight it. <laughs> Artie somehow found an apple. Yeah, Captain Coppertop appears to be contemplating this and goes, Well, I guess if it doesn't really matter if you did the arson, if you get blamed for the arson, in terms of, like, practical consequences. <sighs> yeah. I just, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna get blamed for crimes, I'd rather they be crimes I actually did. <sighs> yeah, that's, that, that seems healthy. I guess. Uh, actually, somewhat related question, but not in a way that would make sense to you. Hmm. Does the name Afira ring any bells? Afira? No, no, I don't think so. Who's Afira? Uh, well, I don't actually know. Uh, we're, we're in the space because we're following a lead on undead movements, and that name came up somewhere, but I don't know how exactly. Hmm. Well, it's generally easier to search for someone if you know who they are. Juliana's mouth opens, it closes, and then she has no recourse but to nod. <laughs> Did I introduce myself, by the way? Captain Sophie Coppertop. I'm captain this week. This week? This week, yes. You guys trade? Yeah, Davy's up next week. Davy? Yes. And there's the guy who's working on the repair crew who looks over and waves. <laughs> yeah, Bondar's just the captain, like, on a regular basis. Well, that doesn't seem fair. I mean... It would make more sense if everybody got a turn. What do you... What, what do you... What do you do otherwise? Do you just, like, do every job? Yes. Any job that needs doing, I do. Huh. This week it's captain. What, do you have, like, a wheel for that? A schedule? No, it's just, you know, everybody does what they can and everybody gets what they need. Huh. I mean, we wear a lot of hats, but that's mostly just because we're a very small ship. Except for the captain part. I don't know what she does other than captaining. Hmm. I think she broods. Hmm. Well, that is kind of a full-time thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta get the lighting just right for brooding. Well, uh, I just wanted to, in case Atra doesn't thank you, because, you know, she's very, um... Lizard, uh, I would like to thank you very much for your assistance uh, in uh, assisting this hatchery and making sure that it doesn't, you know, get invaded by uh, undead monsters and then all the eggs stolen and all stuff like that. All of that would have been very bad. So I'm very grateful for your help. Yeah, no, uh, thank you for like, we, we, we were really close to, to exploding there. You guys coming in and helping us out in that fight was really, really great, actually. Oh, we were happy to do it. We hadn't had a chance to test out the fire projector yet. That was the first time. That was the first time we used it, yes. I'm <laughs> very pleased with the results. What, 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 out of curiosity, what are the other, what, what were the other uh, results? What, what might it have done if it hadn't uh, worked? 
It could have set our ship on fire. It could have just kind of exploded. It could have failed to project the fire and just kind of dripped it down, also setting our ship on fire. There's a lot of possible outcomes. And you guys fly that ship through the phlogiston. Yes. For fun. Well, for purposes too, but also for fun. It is very fun. Okay. All right. All right. No, I mean, you, you are alive. You, you have... Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, huh. I just want you to know that you've made a friend today, and uh, if you ever need the aid of Gnometopia, all you have to do is ask. Oh. Well, thank you. Uh, I don't, I mean, I guess it's mutual. I don't know exactly what we can do, but, you know, look us up. Uh, send us, if you need. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was going to have Alviva show because I wanted to ask questions. Okay, uh, Alviva emerges from uh, the Gnomish ship, uh, Jill. And Cacophony comes back about now, too. <laughs> Let's bring the party back together. Alviva looks like that... It's a very common look of half kind of like she did something that she knows she'd get in trouble for, but also that she's very pleased with herself about it. Um, Juliana she looks... saw that look after she stole a book <laughs> and gave it to a goat and an owl. So... <laughs> <laughs> and permanently leveled up my charisma. So Jill looks suspicious. And I think as Alviva pops up, she'll be like, did you break anything? Did I break any of the beds? <laughs> you did not break any of the beds, no. No, I did not. Did you take anything? No, I couldn't find the candy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a lie. Yeah, I want to. I'm. I'm just gonna do a real quick uh, insight check. Okay. I don't have to roll anything. I told the truth. <laughs> I know, but if Juliana would like, would think about this a bit. I got a twelve. Okay. Um, you don't know where El whether Alviva found some candy. <laughs> um, did I hear you say Nomtopia? Yeah, that's not my circus. Juliana's going to like. Juliana's going to check out of the conversation a little. <laughs> yeah. The captain perks up and says, yes, Gnometopia, that's our city. Where is it? Um, currently, the location is changing. Uh, we First it was a, like a terrestrial city, and then we managed to make it fly, and then we managed to get it out into space. So that's that we're, we're, we're exploring that possibility. So are you like in one sphere, or are you traveling through spheres now? Uh, it's traveling from sphere to sphere at the moment. Wow. What's it like in Gnometopia? It's a cool name. I I quite like it. It's nice. Everybody's always working on cool stuff. There's there's a lot of like people always trying to get one over on each other everywhere else, and I don't think that's very fun. And I like Gnometopia much better. Honestly, it sounds great. Do you happen to have any candy? Yes, right right here. And she reaches into her pocket and pulls out some candies. <laughs> ah, could we have some? What kind of Absolutely. candies are they? Uh they're like soft taffies. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Juliana checks back in. <laughs> Can I have a taffy? Yes, absolutely. Taffy's for everyone. Taffy for breadsticks. <laughs> I hope they're saltwater taffy. It is saltwater taffy. Oh, this is good. And now my jaw's locked. <laughs> Sophie Coppertop? Coppertop? Yes. Yes. Coppertop. Is, what would be a reason we would have that would be an excuse to make our captain take us to Nomtopia? Um, well, do you, uh, do, do you have any would, problems would, with undead? Not at present, aside from the ones that are, you know, attacking the hatcheries. 
Do you know anything about Star... Shit, my people. Star Wardens. Star Wardens, thank you. I mean, I've heard the stories. Okay. What's your library like in Notopia? Uh, very expansive. We do need to work on our filing system, though. <laughs> we can't tell, oh. do we? Elvima looks at Jill like this is somehow the smoking gun, and it's like, eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Juliana is considering it. I mean, I bet Dewey would be happy just reorganizing the entire library of a gnomish cross-sphere city. Ah, oh, Dewey would leave us immediately. I love Dewey, We would Dewey, never but... see him again. Do we have a... Should we... Are we obliged to tell Dewey? No, I don't think we are. But we also but have he... to consider Dewey's happiness. Yeah. Are you gonna white fang Dewey? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be with your own books! <laughs> it wasn't where I was going to start, but it sounds like it would be Dewey Heaven. That sounds like that sounds like something we put on a on on, on the to-do list eventually, but I And we don't have to do it right now, obviously. Yeah, Alf honey, I don't think we're going to know Topia yet. Aww. We would be happy to have you anytime you'd like to visit. Don't Thank thank you. You, don't Sophia. visit. Artie pops up. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want a taffy? No! <laughs> What's wrong with you? Is it bad for your teeth? Not known taffy. Do you just regrow teeth like sharks do? Yes. Artie, can you open your mouth real quick? Sure. Ah. Uh, how, how many layers of teeth does Artie have? This is a question for Rio. This, yeah, uh, Rio? That's an interesting Rio. question. I don't think that he has rows of teeth. Okay. I, I think Thank they're you. all inner. I'm kind of disappointed, honestly. Thank you, Artie. No problem. Uh, bad news, y'all. We might have to go back to Biancarta. Oh. Which one's that again? Yeah, which one's That's that again? That's one. <laughs> That's the one we just came from that was, like, sucky. Sucky. The, oh, the vampire one. Oh, yeah, the, the big city one. with the vampire oh. where we went to jail. The one where Shit. I got laid, yeah. No, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay, well, some of us had depressive episodes instead of sex. Didn't they put us in jail? Are Several they going to put us in jail again? They might. They might. They might. You all act as if th- you've never been in jail. Okay, well, I don't like being in jail, Artie. The only other time I've been in jail, there was a hole in the back that I uncovered, then got to slip through, steal all my stuff back, and then go home. Yeah, like... Also, everybody on the ship was mad at us. Because we got the ship impounded. Were they? <sighs> yes, Artie, they were. It's not the maddest they've ever been. That us or Actually? Me? Okay, well, okay, 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 well, okay. <laughs> it's not the maddest they've ever been at all of us, Alviva. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it could be worse. Alviva, you could have taken off my eyebrows. So yes, it could have been worse. I'm fine uh, with whatever, Alviva. I always disguise myself anyway. Thank you. Um, Miss, uh, Captain Coppertop, do you have yes. any advice for how to have fire in the phlogist and not go poorly, given that you have a fire thing on your ship? Cross your fingers and pray. <laughs> to who? <laughs> Anyone who's listening. Okay. Thank you. No problem. 
Cacophony, you're you're back kind of quick. I thought you'd be a while. Huh? Cacophony? Huh? Oh, she wasn't interested. Really? Hmm? Huh. Uh, Alviva, roll a nature check. Hmm. Ten. Okay. You're reasonably certain that lizard folk are not in season year-round. Actually, huh. wouldn't Cacophony know that? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> she asked the question earlier, but she did roll that 22 earlier. So yeah, Cacophony, you would also know that. Oh, there we go. I don't think she's in season, so she's probably uh, probably not interested right now. Not, not oh. now. But in general, she might also just not be interested. I'm not going to press. All right. Uh, you okay? You doing all right? Oh, I'm fine. All right. I don't mind being turned down. That's fair. Well, she she looked very powerful. I'm sorry it didn't work out this time. That's fine. She was beautiful. I got to watch a beautiful woman work. <laughs> Man, I would love to have one. I'm going to miss the hamsters. I'd love to have one of those hamsters on our ship, but they're so big. They're so big. A, a giant hamster is a giant responsibility. Uh-huh. Uh, do they make, like, littler ones? <laughs> I think they make regular size hamsters, yeah. But what if even smaller? What if, like, a miniature? A miniature giant hamster. Well, that's a whole different From campaign, space. isn't it? We could get one and stick it in our room, and then occasionally you could come in and talk to it, and it would just go peep, and then hide back in its hole. What's funny is that we're referring to two separate things. They're both related. <laughs> I think we're talking about capybaras. There's a long chain of in-jokes at work here that dates back to, like, Cam- Cameron Topher's D&D game back in the 90s. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Well, I think I'm going to go, like, check in and see how repairs are going and see if there's anything I can do to help out. All right. So uh, Jill's heading back to the ship. What about the rest of you? I'm going back to you. Okay. Uh, are we, we're going to be here for like a little while, right? Just a little while, still fixing up the ship? It looks like the repair crew is actually wrapping up. Oh, uh, shit. Huh. They're, they're working very quickly. The, the ship is not back up to full health, uh, but it is, it is in good enough shape that it won't fall apart on its way to wherever you guys end up going. Uh, and also it looks like the, uh, the space hamsters are wrapping up the process of transporting the eggs back to the uh, conditional pacifist. Oh, actually, you guys, should we? Should we tell Atra to keep an eye out? Should we tell her about the cult stuff? Because that's at least a motive. I mean, I guess that wouldn't really change much for her, but that would be a motivation for why the why there might be increased undead activity. I I I don't know. That sounds mm. smart. More information, better able to make decisions. Sure. Right. See, I think as we talked about this before, but as opposed to what the creepy people tried to say, I feel like the more people who know, hey, there's this kind of lame cult that keeps trying to do undead shit, and then we keep beating their asses. Keep an eye out for them so you can beat their asses also. I feel like that yeah. makes life harder for them. That's true. How good of a cult are they if we beat them all the time? It's true. We're barely competent gays. I mean, that's true, but all the time is... <clears throat> also, like... We've encountered them, like, a couple of times, and one assumes this is a cult that is acting throughout wild space, probably. The odds aren't quite in our favor. I mean, while we technically failed that one time, in the end we did win. Yeah, I'm just saying there's probably a grander scale that we're not quite looking at, but yeah, no, um... We'll get there. Okay, uh, who's who's handling this? Is is that me? Would that... Is that me? That sounds like a Jillianna job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can do it. I can go with you. Yeah, I can, can do it. Mm, 
What are we fighting again? Yeah. Atra is <laughs> Atra is now emerging from the uh emerging from the hatchery and ushering uh Kev towards the conditional pacifist. Jill motions for Cacophony to come with. Uh Cacophony walks along. <laughs> Alright. Alviva uh, will turn to Artie and say, Hey, hmm. nap squad. Oh, I found yeah. the best fucking place to nap. <laughs> Come check this out. Yeah. Oh. And I'm going to hustle Artie off. Is <laughs> Hey, I have a question. Yes. Is Lachlan still a horse? What? No. Uh, Lachlan is not, a, not horse. Being a horse. Lachlan a stopped ago. being a horse a while ago because because Juliana kissed him and that would have been weird. I, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, that would have been super weird. Should we invite Lachlan? Sure. Lachlan. There's enough room for literally he? everyone. Lachlan? He's back aboard the Kestrel. <laughs> ah, shit, we missed him. Oh, well, fuck him. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Alviva and, uh, and, and Arturos uh, head aboard the conditional pacifist for nap time. Uh, Cacophony and Juliana, who are you approaching? Atra. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Atra is in conversation with uh, Captain Coppertop at the moment. Uh, she turns and looks at you guys as you approach. Hey, Atra, can we talk to you for a sec? Yes. She doesn't move. That's fine. <laughs> okay. You know, that's, you know, the more the merrier, probably. So it's mostly about the reason we came here in the first place. Right. There is an evil death cult that wants to turn everybody in the universe undead. Yeah, we've been, we've been tracking some increased undead activity uh, over the past couple of months, and it all's, uh, all of our stuff has been connected with this cult called the Cult of the World Eater. It's probably, I have to imagine that if you're seeing increased undead activity, that's probably going to be related. And, and she kind of thinks to herself for a second and then, and as, as you said, the name world eater, Atra started nodding. And when you <laughs> pause, she says the worm that whispers. Sorry? The worm that whispers. The worm that whispers. Is that worm with a Y or O? O. Okay. You've heard of this? It's, it's death. It is, it's a creature of death. It's, she thinks about it for a second. Have you ever stood at the edge of a cliff and felt just for a moment the urge to jump? Yes. Yes. Captain Coppertop jumps in with, yeah, it's a call to the void. And Natron nods and says, my people call it the worm that whispers. So you, you've heard about this too? Yes. Okay. Well, yes, uh, we've mostly been calling it the Call to the Void, and of course, uh, Atra's people call it the Worm That Whispers, and I guess the World Eater is also a name for it. Jillian is going to, like, pull out her journal and flip through pages until she gets to the dog-eared one that has the, the symbol, the like, the, the summoning circle symbol on it, and she's going to show it to them, like, this, this, yes? Atra peers at it and goes, that's a communal circle. Yeah, I know, but for this specific one, we've seen the circle a couple of times in connection. Hmm. Strange that it's in Draconic. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is partly why I wondered if it was Y-worm. No, it's O-worm. Yeah, they left some graffiti on, on my temple in, in Storm Space that was in Draconic, too. Hmm. The worm isn't a thing that is motivated. The worm is just a thing that is. It's a creature of the negative energy plane. If someone is forming a cult around it, there's somebody at the head who's not the worm. Hmm. Who do we know that's not a worm? Well, do, do you have any idea what might be in charge of this cult? Give me a second. And she is going to... Let me see if I, she has this. 
Yep, she's going to cast Legend Lore. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. Damn, girl. <laughs> no, wait, is this the one where you get to ask the DM a question? Are you no. getting your NPC? Okay. <laughs> this yes. is actually the this is the one where you uh, ask the DM basically about a certain topic, and the DM dumps uh, some lore on you. Okay, yes, it is that, which is just very funny to me that it, like, <laughs> yes. Kit's NPC <laughs> is casting a spell that lets that yes. NPC Kit's controlling the ask DM Kit a is question. asking yes. themselves. <laughs> All right. After a moment, she just kind of sits there, sort of mumbling to herself and burning incense for ten minutes. I'm just gonna just kind of uh, tap her feet, do that little like snap, snap, pap thing that the Blues Brothers do in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, uh, Captain Coppertop, by the way, is like, yeah, um, this does happen uh, not infrequently. I, I think I think she's tapping into some kind of ancestral memory thing because you you may you may know this already, but um, Atra doesn't have a god, strictly speaking. Yeah, we talked about that a little. Yes, I find it in very fascinating the idea that she's got just kind of tapping into some uh, universal personification of knowledge as opposed to a specific god or goddess. Yeah. Do you guys have a like a like a deity or anything? 80s? Oh, we have a bunch. Really? No, wait, yes. that's right. I did hear a little bit about this. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. Was that one real? Yes. We have yum, <laughs> yum, yum, gnome god of nutrition. We have Jim oh Jim, god. gnome god of the dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jim Jim. Yes. We have Davy Dave, uh, gnome god of snacks. Davy's actually named after him, and she points over at Davy, and Davy gives another wave. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what are common snacks on Gnometopia? Oh, it's great. We've got chips, we've got candy, we've got soda pop, we've got um, cool little like pastries made of like really, really thin dough that you layer over a bunch of times. Uh, We haven't come up with a name for that yet. Uh, We've got like uh, cheese and mushrooms and meat that you bake inside of uh, another different kind of dough. Let's let's like more like savory instead of sweet. Um, Do you guys do you guys have like fried potatoes filled with like cheese and like bake and like bacon sometimes and like chives? Yes. Do you guys do brunch? We do. <gasps> Juliana turns to cacophony. They have blarney puff balls. They have blarney puff balls. <laughs> and brunch. Surely Ninyub made it into the Pantheon as well. Oh, yes, there is Ninyub. Ninyub is a really recent one. Ninyub is a, a, a kitten god of uh, curiosity, compassion, and cats. Mm. How do you remember all this shit, Kit? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's a power. <laughs> At this point, Atra blinks, her eyes glow white uh, for a second, and then she blinks a couple of more times and says, I got something weird. Okay, weird how? I got the phrase, the world of Meridian broke, but the will of the Ethlins did not. Hmm. Juliana. Juliana kind of like. freezes? Cacophony kind of glances to Jill. Say that, say that again? The world of Meridian broke, but the will of the Ethlins did not. And then it said, find the horn and it will open the way to Ysgard. I didn't even ask about Ysgard. The, the horn. Yes. You think the horn is what you get to borrow? At Meridian? No, no, it's, it's... There's a horn. There's a there. There's a horn. There's, fuck, fuck. There. 
the relics the relics they have the relics they have in, in, in at the at port meridian one of them's a horn at port meridian yeah that's what i was asking uh so we just have to wait until you're summoned back to touch the artifacts uh, yeah 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 i guess what but why why that why that why ancestral memory why that I, d- I stopped trying to ask why a long time ago. Juliana has basically become a ball of, like, nervous energy at this point. Her leg is, like, twitching. She's just kind of, like, her fingers are just sort of moving restlessly. A cacophony gently puts her hand on Jill's shoulder. Also, nobody died today, so I can scry on someone if you want. Could you... S- w- would it be better if you had, like, a picture? Yes. All right, one second, uh, Cacophony pulls away from Jill, turns around and starts <laughs> sketching something rapidly on a piece of paper, and then okay. holds out to Atra a picture of Max. Okay. Juliana is probably not quite paying attention to this. I think she's, like, just turned entirely inward at this point. This is, uh, Prince Max of the Voldoni Commonwealth or something like that. <laughs> Interesting. Juliana's head jerks up. What? Don't worry about it. And then she casts Scrying, which I believe is another <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> getting lots of nap time in it's great nap squad she pulls she pulls out she pulls out a little piece of crystal and just kind of stares into it for 10 minutes Juliana started pacing Artie wearing a little wearing just a little circle in the sand so rude of you to do this while Artie's napping uh, I, I have message so actually uh, what Cacophony does is she briefly gestures to herself she pulls out her harmonica to play some music, and then Artie, she points towards where she saw Artie and Alviva go, and then Artie, in your head, you go, you hear, hey, Atra is going to look at look at Max for us if you want to see Max. Let me see if he's awake. <laughs> Roll for awakeness. <laughs> Matt, Artie, Artie, there's goss. There's super goss. I forgot how to roll. <laughs> what is the awakeness roll? Maybe since it's about hearing a voice in your head, it's like perception. We're gonna roll survival. <laughs> Artie's asleep. <laughs> Artie's dead asleep. Artie got a nat. <laughs> Artie got a nat one on a survival check, uh, folks, to determine whether he was asleep. <laughs> Artie's dead to the world. He got hit real hard. Okay, you can mark off a short rest for Artie. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, Atra comes out of it, she blinks and said, "Okay." He was in an underground city. It was him. Uh, somebody like a, a Bodoni woman uh, who look, was dressed all fancy and then a guy in a military uniform and they were arguing over something. Hmm. She kind of nods her head. All right. Jill's probably still pacing at this point. Uh, I, I kind of want to see if she would actually like notice that this is even happening. <laughs> like, okay. Cacophony, would you like gesture to her or would you just let that roll? Let that roll. <laughs> Uh, what would that be? A perception check? It would be perception, yeah, to notice that this conversation's taking place. That's a okay. That's a fourteen. <laughs> okay, uh, you do notice that Cacophony uh, and uh, Atra appear to be talking about this, and you, uh, you, you, you heard her mention underground city Vodoni. Sorry, what? What? Huh? What? What? She, she just sort of like she stops in the middle of the pace and just sort of crosses the circle back. Sorry, what? Uh. Atra said she could scry someone for us. How to scry Max? What? Why? Why did you? Why did you do that? We were worried about him. Mm, what? What did she see? What, what did she see? You know, out of out of curiosity. Uh, she gets to Atra. 
Oh, hang on. I, I hate explaining myself twice. And then she just smashes with the heel of her hand against Jilly on his forehead. And Jilly, you get a vision of an underground city, an underground ruined city somewhere. Uh, and you see Max uh, having a conversation with two other Vidoni, uh, one of whom is uh, a Vidoni woman in uh, what had once been some rather elaborate performance garb and is now kind of uh, torn and worn, uh, and another who is in a military uniform. And they are talking to each other, and the woman is saying, I'm, I'm just not sure that we should be getting in bed with these people, to which, the one, uh, to which Max is saying, no, listen... The, the nobles have cut us off from all supply, traditional supply lines. If we need to get our weapons into the city, we need to work with the criminal syndicates, to which the military, uh, the Vadoni in the military uniform is saying, look, listen to Max. He knows what he's talking about, and I, he's got the connections to actually get us this stuff. I think this is the way to go. And then the vision ends. Juliana blinks several times. Huh. Well, that's, that's, oh, uh, huh. Mm. Uh, hmm. Huh. Okay. 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 I'm fine. Fine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks. I'm fine. How are you? Would you like to go back to the ship, Jill? I'm out of high level spells, so nobody better die. And she looks specifically over at the gnomes. Right. What? Cacophony what? What was that? Huh? I said, would you like to go back to the ship? I think I need to go lie down. Yeah. She nods her head. I'll go get the others. Right, right. Adra, great, great, great to meet you. Thanks for everything. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> she just gets onto the conditional pacifist. Uh, Cacophony heads onto the conditional pacifist as well to try and find the others. Juliana wobbles back to the kestrel. You find you find them on uh, you find them on deck two, uh, passed out uh, amongst uh, a great big pile of beds. What a wonderful bed situation. Artie! Alviva, <laughs> wake up! And she claps her hands a few times. They're in the ship. You're gonna have to la- scream real loud. <laughs> She's in the ship. She's in the ship with you now. She's literally yeah, in she the room. Came, she came to get oh, us. Oh, she came to get us. <laughs> See, I think it's funny, because like, there's the instinctive rollover in a way that like Alviva flinches <laughs> like she's about to fall out of her bunk bed, but is in fact on now a different bed, and this is extra confusing. <laughs> Uh, pardon, I will cast a spell to wake you up if you need me to. No, I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. Artie, you too. Artie's dead to the world. Uh, uh, (laughs) Cacophony starts up unearthly chorus, which is so loud it can be heard pristinely from a hundred feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the gnomes are jamming to it, by the way. (laughs) Oh, good, good people, good people. Artie gets up and is like ready for a fight. What's happening? What's what's this? We're going back to the ship. Somewhere amongst the gnomes, you hear Freebird. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and she shifts effortlessly into Freebird. Oh, Cacophony got some fans. <laughs> Come on, back to the ship, everybody. All right, all right. <laughs> Can we take a bed? Do we have room for an extra bed? We don't have room for an extra bed. You'll just have to contend with the top bunk. Artie steals a blanket. Cacophony doesn't say anything about it because she's a rogue. What's she going to say about stealing? (laughs) (laughs) You're really expecting to be admonished on stealing by Cacophony? No, he's just bundled up in a blanket as he he gets dragged along. Uh, It's like a gnomish blanket, though, so I feel like it's probably kind of short on him. 
it is it's like bit. one of those hotel bath towels they're just very small and they don't cover anything it's like a lap blanket it'll cover his <laughs> face and shoulders all right so you guys head back to the kestrel yeah. Yes. Uh, head back to the quest. Questwell. 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 The Questwell. Typo in the group chat. Hello. When the Questwell gets blown up, we'll replace it with the Questwell. Gem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of the show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Uh, uh, th- 13. 13 hit points. <laughs> yeah. No, 20 hit points for the, the ram. Yeah, the ram's doing great. If you'd decided to ram the other ship, you'd actually probably be in better shape. <laughs> well, nobody told us we could do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you play back the tape, I suggested we ram it. Shut up, Alexi. Nobody... <laughs>